Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. My wife and I are both pack rats, and that's really a bad combination to have two pack rats in the same house for a couple of decades. We've piled up all kinds of stuff everywhere in the house, and every once in a while we go on a jag to try and clean things out. We throw out a lot of stuff, and of course that just makes room for more things to accumulate. A while back we decided to decrapulate the house once again, and this time we went after books. There were hundreds and hundreds of books all over the place. Every room in the house had books in them. And while there were a lot of them that we wanted to save and we wanted to keep, maybe things that we wanted to pass along to people, there were some that were just garbage, bad novels that we never even finished. The 1985 Guinness Book of World's Records in hardcover. Things like that that just aren't worth anything. So we're going through and we're sorting out. We've got a pile of things to keep. We've got a pile of things to throw away. We've got a pile of things to give to friends. We've got a pile of things to give to the library. And one of the books that we discovered was a book that belonged to my wife when she was a little kid. It's a book called Happiness is a Sad Song. These little books were really popular when we were kids. They're, oh, about four and a half, five inches square, hardcover, thin, and each page has one little saying on the left-hand side and then a picture of one of the Charlie Brown characters doing something on the right. The first one was Happiness is a Warm Puppy. It sold over two million copies and inspired the Beatles song, Happiness is a Warm Gun. This one is called Happiness is a Sad Song. And it's kind of cute and funny. And so, so I'm going through it and I'm looking at it. And I hit one page that just struck me was like, oh my God, his parents could be arrested for that. And so I started looking through it again and realized that this simple little book showed us just how much we have lost to political correctness and being overly cautious in every move that we make. Let's take a look at it. This was published in 1967, so it's just shy of 40 years ago. And the first one is a picture of uh, Linus in bed, and it says, Happiness is waking up, looking at the alarm clock, and finding you still have two hours left to sleep. Well, I do that all the time. That's certainly not something that's just for kids. But the next one is the first one that the nannies would be getting upset about if this book had been published today. It has a picture of Snoopy on the top of his doghouse looking down at his bowl, and next to it is a plate piled high with French fries. And it says, happiness is a side dish of French fries. Oh, my God. Didn't the authors realize what a huge problem childhood obesity is? And, you know, fries are full of trans fats, the latest scary thing that's going to kill us all. Let's move on. Happiness is a new sweatshirt on a cold Sunday morning. I guess as long as you make sure that it wasn't made by Chinese children. Happiness is wing an argument with your sister. Yeah, like that ever happens. I'm going to skip through some of these. Oh, here's one. Happiness is a big muscle. It's got Linus making a muscle. Boys, of course, always do this when they're growing up. And isn't this a terrible, terrible thing to be putting so much emphasis on physical prowess and physical appearance? Oh, that's just nasty. We shouldn't be doing that. 
Here's one that looks harmless on the surface. It's got Charlie Brown's little sister, Sally, holding a balloon. It says, happiness is a circus balloon. Mm, but balloons are now verboten, latex ones especially, because once or twice some stupid little kid choked on one, and therefore they're supposed to be forbidden at parties and everywhere else. Now here's one of Snoopy with a little trophy cup in front of him and a smile on his face, and it says, happiness is being named best in show. Oh, no, how horrible is that? Because if somebody is named best in show, that means somebody else is second best. And somebody else must have come in last. We can't have that at all. It does terrible things to a child's self-esteem, don't you know? Perhaps everybody should get a trophy that says best in show. Yes, let's make every Olympics a special Olympics. There are kids' soccer leagues in Massachusetts that don't keep score so that nobody gets their feelings hurt. And on a similar note, there are parents in Arizona who are complaining about red ink being used for failing grades. They want it to be purple so the kids will feel better. But a group of teachers in Britain are going at one better. They want to do away with the word failure and replace it with delayed success. You don't fail, you have a delayed success. Imagine how well that'll work out in the real world when the kid gets out of school. Hey, how'd the interview go? Did you get the job? No, man, I had a delayed success. Or, so you asked her out finally, huh? Did she say yes? No, I, I had a delayed success. Sounds to me like you're setting the kid up to be a stalker. So, moving on, a stack of old comic books, Christmas vacation with no book reports to write, and licking the bowl. Happiness is licking the bowl with a picture of uh, Linus licking a bowl. Again, way too much sugar. And if it's a buttercream frosting, there's those deadly trans fats to worry about. And this was the one that threw me. This was the one that knocked me back and made me say, oh, wow and realize just how much things have changed. It's a picture of Charlie Brown in the back seat of his car. He's laying down with his head on the armrest and a big smile on his face, and it says, Happiness is sleeping in the back seat on the way home. He's not strapped in in a six-point harness and in the approved child safety seat. Better call Child Protective Services. Better write the parents a ticket. Yeah, it's a good idea to bolt your kids in. But we've got an entire generation of kids who have never ridden in the back of a pickup truck. They've never taken their bike to the top of a hill and zoomed down and felt the wind in their hair because they've got their helmet on as mandated by law. Here's one I have mixed feelings about. Happiness is being able to walk home from school without having to worry about getting beaten up. For boys... Growing up in my generation, after-school fights were something that happened every once in a while. You always got into one or two of them a year. And while they weren't pleasant, you actually learned a few important things from them. You learned how to defend yourself. You learned when to fight and when to run and when to hide. You learned how to talk yourself out of dangerous situations. But now, we overreact so quickly to any sign of aggression. If a kid just points a finger gun at some other kid and says, bang, they can expect to go in for three months of therapy and a bottle of Ritalin. And finally, one with Peppermint Patty looking at a ring on her hand saying, happiness is wearing the band from your dad's cigar. 
Oh my God, he's smoking around the kid. Don't they know that secondhand smoke causes tooth decay in children? That is actually one of the claims of the nicotine nannies. Evidently, uh, there's, there's sugar in it or something. It's a little sad, I think, that a simple little book like this can show us so clearly just how much we've lost to being overprotective and politically correct. If I were to write a happiness is book, it would say things like, happiness is an unemployed tort lawyer. Happiness is a nanny organization losing its tax-free status. Happiness is a Supreme Court judge who's actually read the Constitution. Happiness is a Congress weasel who's more interested in restoring freedoms than taking them away. Happiness is taking a risk and succeeding. Or not. And the final page would say, In these days of political correctness run amok, hyperactive Congress weasels, sociopathic attorneys, and nanny organizations that demand to tell us how to live every aspect of our lives, happiness is being left alone. That's it for this episode of Quick Hits. If you learned anything, if you've changed your mind, hey, if you can even just understand a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations. You've been smartenized. If you didn't like this podcast, you most certainly will not enjoy DaveHit.com. That's spelled with two T's. Stop by there. You can drop me a line. You can leave me a voicemail at 206-203-4488. Be sure to vote for Quick Hits at Podcast Alley. And if you're a podcaster, stop by PodcastPeers.org, where we're in the process of creating a podcast award that's going to be really cool. As always, the Quick Hits podcast is nothing more than a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously. Seriously.